MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Welcome to Long Shots. It's Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds, coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, here to talk some fall golf. Wes, my friend, how are you? How have you been? I'm well, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We got a couple different events this week, uh, both out, outside of the uh, continental United States in the with Bermuda. We're going to be going to Bermuda and South Africa. So this is truly a pure around the world with Wes Reynolds just podcast. That's the, that's what this is. Nothing here in the nothing here in the U.S. We are pure around the world. So let's start with the Bermuda Championship, Wes. We'll go uh, semi-quickly through both of these. Not exactly the most uh, stellar tournaments uh, that we're going to see in the season. But uh, over in Bermuda, PGA Tour event, you have, let's see, 10 players, I believe I counted, that rank inside the top 100 uh, Mm -hmm. that will be playing in this event. Numerous golfers uh, around that top 125 bubble, which we've talked about a lot, determining their status for next season. Um, some of those guys, including Doug Gim, CT Pan, uh, Jimmy Walker, Patton Kazire, Harry Higgs, uh, I believe, unless some of them have withdrew. I know you were, we and you were talking a little bit about that, uh, before we, uh, before we started recording here. Um, you know, no matter the field strength though, this still is still 132 player field. You got 500 FedEx cup points up for grabs, a purse of 6.5 million. So still a lot to, uh, uh, up for grabs for the winners here. The odds board looks as such right now at DraftKings as we record. Adam Scott, 16 to 1, is your favorite. Brendan Todd, 18 to 1. Thomas Dietrich, 20 to 1. Taylor Pendrith, 22 to 1. Lucas Herbert, Herbert, 22 to 1. Lucas Glover, 22 to 1. Alex Smalley, 22 to 1. Alex Norin, 22 to 1. I'm waiting for a break on the 22 to 1s. Akshay Bhatia, 22 to 1. And Ben Griffin, 25 to 1, everybody else 28 to 1 or longer. Wes, tell us a little bit about the course and what we're going to be looking at this week in Bermuda. Yeah, we had, we had quite a few withdrawals this week with guys that had very good finishes in Mexico last week. Uh, no better finish than Eric Von Royen, who won at about 90 to 1, and he, and he got tipped pretty heavily, so he dropped from that opening price. So EBR withdrawals from the field. But yeah, Butterfield Bermuda Championship. It is now. It used to be originally it was an alternate event. Now it is a full field event. Like you mentioned, the FedEx Cup points. Also a master's invitation on the line. Also a two-year PGA Tour exemption. So 
still a lot to play for, even though this is not the best field. Uh, uh, trying to get in that 125 or trying to get in that next 10, that 51 to 60, if you get into that, that is the uh, AT&T and the Genesis uh, early next year that you get into for next week. So in terms of the course, uh, Port Royal Golf Course is where we are this week down in Bermuda. Uh, shortest course on the PGA Tour, par 71 of 6,828 yards. So, yeah. you know, you look at that and you're figuring, no, they're going to shoot what they did last week. Von Royen, by the way, the winning score at 27 under with the Eagle on 18 second uh, was uh, Kuchar and Vijegas who were at 25. So we were right around where that score was going to be. Uh, it's an interesting course because half of the holes are played away from the coast and then the other half are played at seaside. It's Tipito Bermuda, Bermuda grass. It is Bermuda after all. So you got to have Bermuda grass. Uh, <laughs> greens are greens are pretty big, 8,000 square feet on average, third largest on tour, but they're really slow. This is going to run like 10 on the stint meter. So these are painfully slow greens. So if you use that fantasy national model, click on Velcro because mm-hmm. that's what the, that's what these greens are. Uh, uh, fairways uh, rough is only about, you know, two inches. So you really don't get in a ton of trouble off the tee. Now this course is susceptible to wind and that's what actually does keep the scoring from being in the mid to high 20 unders and the winning score, like usually around 19 under correlated courses, El Chameleon, which was the former Mayakoba course, uh, uh, plantation course at Kapalua where they play the century TOC. Uh, so yeah, all those coastal courses, you know, yeah. where they play the Corrales as well. You could look at that. You have elevation changes here. It's a Robert Trent Jones design. So you get a lot of fairway bunkering here. So that is one thing where it's kind of dangerous. You can't get in trouble off the tee in terms of like rough or anything, but these bunkers are cross bunkers. So that's why you see a lot of these players. I know Brendan Todd a couple of years ago who won this event back in 2019 pointed out, yeah, everybody's kind of hitting the same clubs off the tee. So you want to avoid those cross bunkers. Uh, the par threes are actually kind of maybe the hardest course uh, holes on the course. Uh, yeah. Three of the four about over 215 yards. Uh, uh, eight of the 11 par fours are pretty short. So you're either going to get like really short wedges in here, or you may have uh, over 200 yards. Like there's no middle ground here in terms of the iron side of a wedge or a long iron into these greens. Uh, so like I said, par 71, 68, 28. I looked a little bit at El Chameleon, Sea Island, Wiley, where they play the Sony, Pebble Beach, uh, Corrales, all those courses I listed above that are the coastal courses. Uh, defending yeah. champion here is one Seamus Power, who is at 19 under par. This event's been played four times. Brendan Todd, Brian Gay, Lucas Herbert, Seamus Power. None of those guys really are bombers, especially not Brian Gay and Brendan Todd. Mm-hmm. They're two of the shorter drivers on the tour. Power and Herbert kind of more in the middle or slightly in the upper middle, but not exactly bombers. So, you know, 68-28, man, you don't have to necessarily rip it 320 off the tee to win here. Yeah, it is. Uh, j- just from watching this event in the past, and this is not one I'm, I don't think I'm going to get involved in betting-wise much here, but the um, – uh, you know, I think you hit you hit on it. You're gonna see you're gonna see certain holes on here that don't look like it's a it's a coastal course. Looks like it's just kind of a normal Parkland course. You got fairway uh, bunkers and everything, and then yeah, you're gonna be right on the ocean. And yeah, like like you said, Wes, we only got four years, uh, you know, worth worth uh, playing here. 
to go off of. But man, the winds, the winds seem obvious every single time that I, I, I feel like we, uh, we flip this on and actually see, see this event going. You are going to see uh, some low scores. As, as you just said, with all the winners, they're getting pretty low. Really, the question is just how low are they going to go and how much is the wind uh, going to be, uh, uh, you know, kicking around. It's going to um, be more of a factor on the weekend, at yeah. least per initial forecast. Yeah, that was the that was the only thing I was going to bring up. I think the the only I think the only thing I'm really going to really focus on for this tournament is either is in tournament betting or first round leader betting. That uh, as of right now, we we are recording this on Tuesday at 4:20 p.m. Eastern time, 1:20 uh, Pacific time. Here in Vegas, the uh, right now, the Thursday afternoon wave actually yeah, looks like it is very minimal way, uh, wind. So I might be targeting a couple first round leader bets uh, kind of mm-hmm. in that wave. Um, that's probably all I'm going to be doing this. Uh, otherwise, maybe looking to get involved in the weekend. I think there are when you do when you do talk about a course like this and conditions like this that you'll likely see over the weekend. There are some live betting opportunities um, that present themselves. Wes, what did you bet though, uh, pre-tournament as we head into it? Yeah. And, and one thing in terms of what I looked at for this event, the only thing off the team, maybe you could look at a fairways game just because maybe those guys are avoiding the trouble mm. off the tee, mm. like those cross bunkers, but very little off the tee here approach those proximities. I talked about players that play solid in the wind. I think you want to look at birdie or better opportunities, uh, uh, putting on the slow Bermuda, that's pretty much what I looked at this week. So I ended up I ended up uh, going with six here. And look, at this point of the year, you are throwing darts, essentially. And then, you know, that's hey, kind of what I'm doing. Go ahead. But before you get in your bets, I just a just a golf betting question for you. When you we talk about greens this slow, I know this came up. This came up a couple of times when we, uh, uh, when we were talking about um, what the open and a couple of the other events. Uh, over in Europe, where you get a little bit slower greens. We know some of the PGA Tour players are a little bit u- used to those faster greens. Is that something? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you you incorporated into your handicap as we get into stuff here? Like, are you looking more harder at Euro Tour guys? A little bit. Uh, I ended up with I think with a couple of them on the card uh, because if you look, the European players, uh, maybe even uh, some of the Australian players. Like I ran, and I only ran it for a twelve round base model because you'll get kind of a, a weird output with this, but I did strokes gain putting slow Bermuda greens. Mm. And like one guy that rated up near there is Thomas Dietrich. Of course he plays regularly on the DP world tour. Adam Scott uh, was up there as well. So I looked at it a little bit. I think, I think I actually only ended up on uh, one European player though. Okay. Amongst all the guys I played. Okay. Well, what'd you end up on? Uh, well, the first one, the European player, Alex Norin at 25 <laughs> <you> one, uh, <laughs> 10 time DP world tour winner, zero-time PGA Tour winner. Uh, so this guy's been a really good player, but has never gotten that PGA Tour victory. Been close a couple times. Uh, if he wins here, he gets into the top 60, so that next 10 gets in the Genesis and Pebble Beach. And then he could get into the top 50 as well. And that's still important because as of December 31st of 2023, that is the cutoff. If you're in the top 50 in the official world golf ranking and you're not otherwise exempt, you're in the masters. 
So a lot to play for. Uh, third four weeks ago at the Shriners, just didn't putt well, and that's really the strength of Alex Noren's game. It always has been. Third for strokes gained around the green, so a pretty good scrambler as well. So Alex Noren, 25 to 1, and then another Alex. Alex Smalley, same price, 25 to 1. 11th and 12th here over the last two years, so he seems to like this course. If you look at him on coastal courses, he was runner-up in the Dominican Republic in 2022 at the Corrales Punicana. Top five at the RSM. Uh, top six at Mexico Open, top 10 at the Scottish Open. So he's comfortable uh, around coastal courses, uh, fifth on approach in this field over the last 50 rounds. Brandon Wu, 55 to 1. I'm going to give him another chance. He really disappointed last week, was never really in the mix, was well down the board. But if you look at him on coastal golf courses, he has seven career top 10 finishes on the PGA Tour. Five of them are on coastal courses. Second at Pebble Beach earlier this year to Justin Rose. More on him later. Uh, seventh in uh, 2021 and third in 2022 at Puerto Rico. Second and third at the Mexico Open the last two years. Sixth at the Scottish two years ago in 2022. So Brandon Wu, 55 yeah. to 1. Troy Merritt, 75 to 1 who got himself back within that 125. He had a top 10 at the Fortinet, top 10 at the Sanderson Farms, made the cut at the Shriners, made the cut in Mexico. He was like T65, though. He was one of the bottom guys in Mexico, but he shot 75 on Sunday. So sometimes I like that shooting that good score in that last round. Even if you're down the board, it can carry momentum in the next week. Uh, uh, good form on coastal courses. Third at El Camino in 2022 for the Mayakoba. Also had a 15th there. Has a third, a 10th, and a 12th at the RBC Heritage at Harbortown, which is also off the coast, uh, off the Atlantic Ocean. One shot of 61 there. And then the two kind of bombs I have. Adam Long at 81-1. to 1. Only was T23 last week in Mexico, but did get headlines, of course. Uh, and I'm sure you are following this. 56 of 56 on fairways hit last week for a 100% driving accuracy. Uh, so, so at least you know he's doing that well right now. Yeah. He's 138th in the FedEx Cup standing, so he needs this week and then the RSM next week in Sea Island, Georgia, the season finale, to get in that 125. Uh, fifth and eighth in two of his last three starts at the uh, Corrales Punta Cana, second and third at El Camillion, which, of course, I keep mentioning that. That was the former venue at Mayacoba for last week's event, the Worldwide Technology Championship. And then one guy that's not in great form because he's played intermittently, he actually had skin cancer surgery uh, in the early part of this year. But on all the stats, and I'm just going to go with them, and I don't, you know, I'm not a slave to a model or anything like that, but sometimes when a guy pops and he's a big price, I'm going to take a shot and punt on him. And that's Charlie Hoffman at 130 to Hoff. one. And look, last week, Kelly, we saw Camilo Vijegas yeah. right there where, where he could have won the tournament. Out of and, the booth onto the course, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Charlie Hoffman, look, he's in his mid-40s, you know, probably his best golf is behind him, but... This is a guy I think could play well. Now, he's missed four straight cuts. He has one top 10 in the last two years. So this is a leap of faith here. Hadn't made a cut since the Wyndham in August. But if you look at his approach and proximity, man, they were, they were tremendous. And he's a really good putter on these slowish Bermuda greens. He's won on coastal courses before at Mayacoba at El Camilion in 2014. So I think he could turn around some poor form here. This is certainly a placement market bet guy on uh, Charlie Hoff. I like I like that one. All right, you might have changed my mind. I might be telling you on a little Hoff. Okay, I, I, I always like tra some Charlie Hoffman. Always uh, like you. We one thing you know about him 
And yes, he's had a, a very, very up and down past couple of years. Like you said, getting the, the skin cancer surgery obviously was huge. Um, you know, a huge part of his life over the past couple of years, but always good with the irons. Right. Yeah. And that, that is something that you could always yeah. rely on Charlie Hoffman for. Top 10 on approach in this week's field. And then I looked at the proximity individually. I think seventh from 120 or 100 to 125. Number one, 125 to 150, this last 50 rounds. And also number three with long irons at 200 plus. So, look, I thought it made sense. And then plus the putting, like all the and opportunities gained. I was surprised for a guy that's missed four straight cuts. He's fifth in this field over the last 50 rounds. Number one, by the way, when I talked about strokes gain, putting, slow Bermuda, number one is Charlie Hoff. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, but the putting, putting definitely not uh, not his best thing. So yeah, slow it down probably helps him out a little bit better. Um, and yeah, I think where where he ranks on some of those things probably tells you a little bit more about the field than it does Charlie Hoffman. Right? It, it does. <laughs> and and look, he's at a big price because he's missed four straight cuts and he's played intermittently and he's ranked in the three hundreds now. But this is the type of event where those guys, because we've had a couple long shots here. Here, I remember. Uh, uh, Brian Gay in 2020 was 201. And this is a guy that was in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. That's now, I believe, Champions Tour eligible. Brendan Todd, 100 to 1 here in 2019. Lucas Herbert, 80 to 1 in 2021. So this is a type of event where bombs are going to hit more often than not. I like it. I like it. All right. So re- uh, run through those one more time, Wes, for, for everybody out there. Outright bets uh, on the Bermuda Championship. Yeah, Alex Noren, 25 to 1. Alex Smalley, 25 to 1. Brandon Wu at 55 to 1. Uh, uh, also, uh, Adam Long at 81 to 1. Troy Merritt at 75 to 1. And Charlie Hoffman at 130 to 1. All right, I like it. All right, time for a quick break. First, though, hit that like and subscribe button if you like long shots. Uh, follow Wes Reynolds on Twitter at Wes Reynolds 1. Ask him. Anything you want about golf betting, movies, music, trivia, wrestling. Yeah, man knows more about uh, more about nonsense and nothing than any human being yes. I've ever met in my life. I know a lot about a little. <laughs> if you can feel free to tweet at me, at Kelly Bidlin, uh, K-E-L-L-E-Y Bidlin, uh, on the X Twitter machine. When we come back around the world with Wes Reynolds continues to South Africa. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to Long Shots. Kelly and Wes with you this week. Matt Brown with a week off. All right, Wes, we head down to South Africa now. The Ned Bank Challenge at the top of the leaderboard, or or odds board, I should say. Tommy Fleetwood plus 650. Max Homa plus 800. Justin Thomas, 14 to 1. Maybe some names you're more familiar with uh, if you're listening at home. Ryan Fox, 16 to 1. Justin Rose, 16 to 1. Uh, Everybody else, 20 to 1 or longer. What are we looking like down in South Africa this week? Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Max Homa and Justin Thomas. I've uh, been following the tweets and the Instagram. They and their uh, and their wives are uh, on, were on a little African safari earlier this week. So uh, they are part of the Ned Bank Challenge for the first time. You mentioned Tommy Fleetwood. Good time defend- of year to mix in some golf and a vacation. Yeah, yeah totally. abs- absolutely. Uh, uh, Sun City, a nice place uh, there at altitude in South Africa. Tommy Fleetwood, you mentioned, is the favorite. He's actually the defending champion since 2019 because he won this in 2019 and then there were two years where the event did not happen because of covid and then he won last year at about 11 to 1 so tommy fleetwood uh, haven't had a different winner from uh, him since uh, or in this event other than tommy fleetwood since 2018 uh, ned bank this this actually started in 1981 as a five player tournament it was Jack Nicholas, Gary Player. By the way, this is the Gary Player Golf Club here in Sun City. So Nicholas Player, Lee Trevino, Seve Ballesteros, and Johnny Miller. It was a five-man event uh, that was eventually won by Johnny Miller. The field has expanded over the years. Some of the notables that have won here, Johnny Miller, Seve, Bernard Longer, Ian Woosnam, Nick Price, Colin Montgomery, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, Sergio Garcia. So you have had some big names uh, win here. Gary Player Golf Club, par 72 at 78.34, but that yardage is deceiving because this is played uh, at altitude, so it's going to play at a little less than maybe like 7,500 yards. Kukuya Fairways, Slick Bentgrass Greens. Uh, course record here was uh, 62, 10 under par. Lee Westwood shot that on the way to victory in uh, 2011. In terms of the weather here, very light winds. It's going to be about 90 degrees on the weekend in Sun City, so perfect weather conditions here because when you look at the winning scores over the last couple of years, they've been 11 under 12 under 13 under 11 under, but 20 under, I think was the biggest score that I saw uh, in looking at the previous winners, 2013. So 65 players in this event, uh, still some, you know, you get some guys on the race to Dubai list that were available to play. And then you get guys that got special invites, like obviously Max Homa and Justin Thomas did. And another guy mm-hmm. got a special invite who is, uh, actually 91st on the race to Dubai and, uh, you know, needs a top three actually to advance to next week. And that was my first play. Justin Rose, 20 to one first time he's in this event in 10 years, 2013 was the last cool. time he played here. And, we know Justin Rose obviously is an Englishman. Uh, of course, uh, 
Uh, great performance at the Ryder Cup a few weeks ago for Team Europe. It's uh, kind of that veteran, you know, steady influence, really helped Robert McIntyre out. So Rose is an Englishman, but he was actually born in Johannesburg, South Africa, and won his first event, his first title in South Africa. So I think this event's kind of special to him. And look, he's getting in his 40s now. I still think he has good golf left. I don't think it's like his total best days are behind him. But one earlier this year for us at Pebble Beach, uh, we had a future on that, played well at the Ryder Cup. But he's got a sense of history, so I think this event is important to him. I would not be shocked to see him win and at least play well here. So Justin Rose, 20 to 1. Aaron Rye, 22 to 1. Uh, eighth and 13th here on uh, two appearances. Pretty good form this year. Uh, hasn't won, but probably, you know, really could have won the BMW PGA. Just missed out on the playoff. Uh, was second behind Ryan Fox, but, you know, really good ball striker, as we know. Not a very long hitter, yeah. but... So don't be worried about the length of this course necessarily that he's not going to be able to compete. So Aaron Rye at 22 to one uh, Rasmus Hoygaard at 28 to one, who was eighth here last year. And one course that I think kind of has correlation here is our favorite over in Switzerland, Grand Circier, where Ooh. they play the European masters because it is played at altitude. Yeah. And Rasmus Hoygaard does have a win there a couple of years ago at the European masters, uh, you know, watched his brother play on the Ryder Cup team. Rasmus just missed out. So I think that motivation is still there. So Rasmus Hoygar, 28 to 1. Matt Wallace, 45 to 1, who was fifth here in 2018. Just outside the top 50 for Dubai. So a good finish is going to get him into the finale next week. Won the Corrales Punicana actually earlier this year in the Dominican Republic. So he's got that PGA Tour status. The card for two years already locked up. Uh, runner up at the Checkmasters, sixth at the Dunhill Links, ninth at, the, at in Cutter. Uh, this fall. So he has played very well. Uh, I think he could go well this week too. And then another guy that's correlated with the European masters, having won that at Cran Circier, Sebastian Soderberg, 80 to one, uh, you know, that event has played at altitude, just like this one is going to be, has not missed a cut since July, been playing quality golf. That was kind of my bomb this week, because if you look with a short field like this at the Ned Bank challenge, eventually we're going to get a bomb Kelly, but I listed the players, you know, that have won here. Fleetwood, Westwood, Brandon Grace, Alex Noren, Mark Leishman, Danny Willett, Thomas Bjorn. Most of those were very short price guys. Now, granted, some of these fields were smaller, but the biggest long shot was Mark Leishman in 2015, who's a proven player at 66 to 1. So it is kind of tough for me to take bombs down the board. Now, one could certainly hit and one eventually is going to, but I tried to go with a little bit more quality players, at least in the middle range this week. Yeah, it makes sense. I think when you're seeing that kind of uh, that kind of history, that makes sense. Um, I had to chuckle when you said Aaron Rybick uh, not having a win so far because I don't know how much money's gone down the drain on outright. I've bet him a few times. <laughs> I've bet him a few times as well. And look, was was in the mix at the RBC. Was yep. in the mix at the Colonial. Yep. You know, has had a, 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 at the Rocket Mortgage. He was in the top ten. Uh, yeah, third in the Canadian Open, you know, where I had him and Fleetwood up there that finished second and third, only to see Nick Taylor make like an 80-foot eagle putt. Oh, yeah, that one, too. Yeah, I forgot yes. about that. You're right. I was on both those guys as well, I think, with you. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, real good time. The uh, <laughs> I, he, is, he is one of the more... He really is becoming one of the more frustrating guys uh, to cap. At least, you know, at least when he's over in the state side, right? I, I think yeah. that is especially true. We know he's great with the, with the irons. Like you said, he's not really long off the tee. Uh, so that limits his game a little bit, but man, he, he's, he is a really quality player when he's on point. He looks really good. So, 
Um, all right, great. So, uh, Wes, let's run through those ones one more time. Bets you made uh, here for this one in South Africa. Yeah, Justin Rose, 20 to 1. Aaron Rye, 22 to 1. Rasmus Hoygaard at 28 to 1. Matt Wallace, 45 to 1. Sebastian Soderberg, 80 to 1. Uh, any placement markets or matchups uh, that will be on the picks page at vcin.com slash picks. So uh, hopefully they go better than last week. Kind of a disappointing week in, in Mexico. Really kind of a disappointing fall swing, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I try to, you, we try to have higher standards and expect better uh, of ourselves, but you know, just haven't gotten one home. It's a busy time of year. And, and, you know, some of these are kind of random. So congrats to some, I know there are, folks out there that are having pretty good fall swings so good on you we got two weeks to uh get a winner though to end 2023 that's right that's right and just yeah i you know i'll be i think i'm going to join you on on charlie hoffman in bermuda and again i'll just uh, remind everybody check check wind before you make bets that is definitely going to be uh the biggest factor for for that event and some of that stuff you just you just can't control you know i mean we can can handicap the course all we want but winds shift rapidly in one, one time and uh, on one day uh, and everything can go out the window pretty quick. All right, so for everything we get, head over to vcin.com. Get all Wes's plays there. You can get my one single Charlie Hoffman play there. Uh, anything I do make in tournament, I, I will probably get involved in the first-round leader market as well, so make sure to get that stuff up at uh, vcin.com. Wes, I hope you have a great day. Again, everybody hit that like and subscribe button, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Long Shots. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we I'm Tori Deal and I'm Anissa Ferreira the wait is over guys all stars Four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town South Africa for the prize of $300,000 and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to MTV's official challenge Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.